Hello everyone, welcome to the Context Needed Podcast. My name's Kyle, joined by pretending to be ascended, but still and always will be trash man Ryan. I have ascended to the great dustbin in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and with Shooty McShooty telling people to fuck off so he can go home from work. Ollie. Hello. <laughs> How are you boys doing? Namaste. Welcome, well. Ollie. I'm well. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> He's the kind of person you would hit with a broom, telling to fuck off 100%. Absolutely. Regardless of the time. <laughs> Just leave here. You are not welcome. <laughs> I don't yeah. believe in shooting. The only thing I'm shooting is poon. <laughs> the only thing I'm shooting is my load. I've just thrown Neo's ball into the hallway and now we're probably going to hear the dogs fighting, which is always going to be fun. But yeah, we wanted to um, we wanted to bitch and moan about stuff. Yeah. Cause... I'm here to only bring positive vibes. <laughs> If if you was in punching distance, I would punch you so hard in the fucking yeah, gut right now. <laughs> I'd slap the thing your legs. Is, I am not here, but I am here. I am loud, but I am quiet. I am somebody who does service requests for a full day straight. <laughs> Truly ascended. Yeah, that that is what the service request makes you go like, though. Especially for with with our work. It breaks so. you. Well, the it issue is you. a lot of the time, especially every now and then, we'll get it where service request is obviously people like requesting levers, new starters, and all that kind of stuff. And for the past like three weeks, there's been days where it's like, oh, by the way, you are going to be on service requests all day, just creating new starters and levers. It's like mm-hmm. I I am no longer human. I am I am a data inputting machine and a data deleting machine and I have no soul. That's literally how and, it makes you feel. <laughs> and then you create the user and a week later when the user starts That's not told, how you spell my name. Yeah, yeah. Literally <laughs> My like, name's Keith, not Jeremy. <laughs> literally like every like big influx of new starters we've been getting Every single time, it'll be like, "Oh, you've spelt my name wrong." It's like, "Oh uh, no, we haven't spelt your name wrong. Your manager has, because we just copy and paste what they <laughs> give us." <laughs> and what what gets me is like, surely they've like, you put your name down like on your application form, spelt correctly. That then goes through HR. How, how do they get it wrong? <laughs> I, I actually got I got told. So, according to our service request manager, who had a meeting with um, one of the, the people who we work with the contract, she was told that their their excuse and their complaint was that Google would autofill the form. That's not an excuse. That's you being fucking no. lazy. <laughs> well, I couldn't be bothered to fix it. I couldn't be bothered to double check my own shitty work. Neo. To be honest, though, I mean, half of them can't pronounce the word authentication, so it doesn't oh my surprise God. me. It's a, I'm, I'm trying to use the authentication. <laughs> I hear that so much. It's when they try and yeah. type it as well. The authenticator's not working. It's when... So we, obviously we get remote access to people's machines as well. It's when you're watching their screen and watching them try to type it. And you can hear them literally going like, it'll be like. And they're just typing this, the one word over and over and over again because they don't know how to spell authenticator. <laughs> My favorite is uh, is when people set up MFA authenticators. Oh, yeah. And then they delete the apps. Oh, well, oh I, I don't think I need it. I used the code once. Yeah, you need to use the code every time you log in now. But I used it once. Surely that's enough to now be okay to log in. It's like that that 
that's not mm. quite how this authentication works. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving. It's yeah. It's... I opened. I, I unlocked on, my Ollie. door yesterday. <laughs> and I... I, I was just gonna say it's, it, Working with people is just the worst because it's yes. something that I'm still kind of new to. Have you? And have you not? Because just... I know obviously you work in the garage now. Have you not worked like a retail position or anything like that before working? No, there? this is the fir my first experience of working with the public, and oh, even with, like, then, it's a kind of small window. Yeah, like because obviously I'm actually talking to people and explaining things and you know yeah. i also answer the phone and stuff and it's to be fair most of the time it's all right but god there's just some dumb ass questions and just oh, yeah. dumb no not just dumb questions but just belligerent people as well yeah and they're the worst i think can i put 0.22 in my 50 caliber rifle <laughs> mate we had a guy ask if he could use a 1.7 HMR moderator on his 308. It's like, no. No. Hmm. Yes, once. Yeah, <laughs> it'll work really well once. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's... Wait, oh. on, on, on the subject of that, I need to look on YouTube and see if someone's actually done that. They will have, because people do it with oil cans and shit like that. Like, yeah. they'll put an oil can on and then they'll shoot through it. Because the bullet will go through it, fine. Yeah. But it's more so, like, obviously if it's a, a baffled moderator, it's like, well, yeah, the, the larger bullet will go through it and it will just absolutely muller it on the way through. Yeah, it'll just drag those fucking baffles out, basically. <laughs> so, small hole, large, very fast peg. Yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> You know, it's has your there's we, your response to him should be has your wife bought a strap on yet? <laughs> She'll explain no. what will happen when you try to shoot three away and a one seven mod, and then use it on you, and then you'll know what will happen to that moderator. Mm. Then you'll know how the moderator feels. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it's like. So, but no, it it sometimes it's just the d dumb questions, just like um. For example, on our website, we say paper targets only. And all we mean by that is, like, don't use reactive targets, don't use steel plates, anything like that. Just paper targets. Yeah. And so I was like, can I use cardboard targets? It's like, well, given that cardboard is made of paper, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. But, but, yeah, it's just like... but cardboard isn't paper, and you said only paper targets... Yeah, it's like, we don't understand. It's we might it's change. You should just respond with, we might start changing our policy to use flesh as well. <laughs> Would you like to hold up the target for the day? We need some volunteers. <laughs> don't Rats worry. Don't worry. Enough. They've all been sighted in. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's, you know, it's, it's stuff like that. And then the other stuff is just when people call. And bear in mind, like, when we put adverts on on the internet we we put everything we put loads of pictures and everything that could possibly need to be known is in the description yeah and uh, you know we'll, we'll get people calling up it's like on what kind of conditions it's in it's like look at the pictures and read the description i, I, I mean it's got to the point where i just say it's all in the description mate like i won't even like yeah i won't glorify it with a proper answer because it's just i just can't be asked because it's just like if you're not even gonna look at it if you're just gonna go Ah, that's va that just word there is sort of what I'm after, and there's a phone number. I'm going to call it and ask things about this word that I saw. Yeah, I think that happens in a fucking lot of stuff, though. And it's it's mm. infuriating, because like you said, the information's right there, and it's the same shit we fucking deal with, where mm -hmm. people will call up, and it's like, oh, well, this has changed. How do I do it now? It's like, you sh you would have had an email yesterday, around this yeah. time, on what to do. Oh, yeah, but how yeah. do I do it? Go look at the fucking email and learn it's for yourself because that is part of your job now to do what it I, says I, in the email. I, I, <laughs> I had oh, shit to me the other day. It's like, he goes, how do I set up a printer? Plug it in. There's documentation on your uh, intranet. I've searched printer and I can't find it. It, do you know what it tells me? So it tells me we're a paperless office. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so like, no I printers said, he, says, he says, can you not just guide me through it? I'm like, I literally don't know how to set it up. He goes, well, that's a bit naff. I went, you're telling me, kid. I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you what I need to tell you. Yeah. He's like, well, that's yeah. very naff. And he, he puts the phone down. I'm like, bro, stop printing shit. <laughs> I think Save the trees. It's, it's so fucking annoying dealing with printers in a fucking IT-based environment now because they're so fucking dealing... archaic. No, I... Carl, I'm going to correct you. It's a pain in the ass dealing with printers. Just as a whole. <laughs> printers. How have, we, how have we come so far with technology and we've got some really specific stuff and somehow printers are still fucking shit <laughs> and it's, useless and they always break and never work properly. I think the thing that's... I think we should most... just go back to Dot Matrix. Dot mm. Matrix works really fucking well. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like... I think the thing that's so fucking annoying about printers is the only ones that work well are the ones that are really fucking expensive and the only reason they fucking work well is because you fucking hire someone else to deal with it when it breaks uh, uh, mom and dad's workshop like we, we because again we, we because there's you know three people in the world that still use fax we still need a fax capable machine but we yeah. still have to buy a really expensive one and it just like we've gone through so many printers now, and they just break. They just stop work, and it's not like they're under that much. Like they'll probably print like I don't know, ten pages a day on average. It's yeah. not a lot, really. And they just die. They just give up the ghost every time. Yeah. I don't know why. I I just I just don't get it. That's why Becky's got this one right here um, that she got given through university because she gets um like disability allowance mm. kind of thing through university. So. Mm. They gave her this one um, because the one that she uses for a her actual work, um, I don't know if she couldn't be asked to use that one or whatnot. I don't know if she got given this for free, so she's using it. And she was like asking like how I'm going to set it up. And I literally said to her, I'm going to tell you how we set it up. You are going to plug into it with USB and use it that way because I'm not fucking around with the wireless on it. No, it never works. We have a, we have a Canon <laughs> is it, is it one of those here. ones where it's only got the little LCD screen in it? Yeah. Yeah, this is probably. so. Can you see my camera? That little black box there. Yeah, yeah that's the it, LCD yeah. screen, and it's literally what? It's about. It's like a postage stamp. It's it literally is. Think of a normal postage stamp, but then maybe add like an extra fifteen percent in in so how what big you're telling it is. me is it's smaller than a uh, a Game Boy <laughs> DMD yeah. console yes. screen. Mm. Yes. The worst ones you can get are the wireless ones that don't, but have they a have no screen at all. Mm -hmm. And it's just I, like, oh, you have to. I have to read Morse code on these fucking lights to understand if it's well, connected or not. <laughs> my mum's friend got one, but she lives in a block of flats in the village. Bad and she's idea. trying to set it up. I said, I was like, just basically yeet that shit out the window at this point. It's <laughs> there's no point. Nah, I think we going going with like the fucking gripes that we have with people at times. Like the thing that fucking has been pissing me off so much, especially with like. The certain people we deal with is there's 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 a lot of people that will come through that live in flats or like London flats. Now, from what I know, based off the people that I've spoke to, with the way the internet lines will work going into buildings, a lot of flats will only have one, two, or even three lines going in to deal with every single um, flat in the block, and. They'll obviously get charged through the through the nose, like your places, Ollie, for yeah. shitty internet. And like I had someone come through once where they were like they were trying to do the work. They use a thing called Amazon Workspaces. You have to have pretty damn good internet to use Amazon Workspaces in a stable way because it's a it's a remote desktop in fucking Ireland, and it does it's got no buffering or anything because it's a direct connection. So we have to have decent mm. upload, decent download. And she was called through, she was complaining about shit. I checked for a laptop, could barely fucking do anything on a laptop because the connection was so bad. Got that all updated to check anything. And eventually it was like, we'll just run some speed tests on it. And it was just trash. And I was like, is this your normal speeds? And she was like, yeah, yeah, it's good. And I was like, no, it's not. You've got five down and I'm on 200 down. And she was like, yeah. oh, well, this is, this is the, the best package. It's like, yeah, it's the best package for your area. You could go five minutes down the road, and the best package will be ten times better. 
because it literally mm. goes by area. And you're yeah. in a block of flats, aren't you? And she went, yeah. And that'll be one of the reasons why you won't get good internet, because you're sharing that line with everyone else in the building, pretty much. And she's like, yeah. oh, well, well, that's shit. Can you do anything? No. What, what do you want me to do? I'm, I'm, I, I don't control your ISP. But she's there, she's yeah, like, genuinely asking me like, can I make this internet faster? And I'm just there like, help me, internet wizard. <laughs> I'm about to ascend again, boys. I'm about to ascend. <laughs> walla 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 walla. He's trying to uh, he's trying to upload. <laughs> Ooh, my internet speeds are too but slow. But he's with BT. <laughs> he's trying to upload, but he's with BT, and he's not going anywhere. No, you'd know. I was only be... able to upload me arm. You'd you'd know if you'd know if it was with BT because. He wouldn't get anywhere. The screen would just freeze. <laughs> yeah, he just stops in time. I oh had somebody the other day, and I said, "Why are you connecting to the?" So the one of our businesses, they've got uh, like staff internet and then like customer internet. And I said to him, "So why are you on the resident internet?" The customer one. I tried connect. I tried. I know what. This is after I connected him to staff and just disconnected. I was like, okay, well, that's a good sign. And he goes, oh, yeah, we don't use the staff for internet. It's never worked in the entire time I've worked here since 2015. Six you... years. I said, has anyone ever reported this? I get no response. I'm like, I'm going to report this for you because you should have reported this and this should have been fixed years ago before yeah. we even took on the contracts. Yeah, this, this should have been reported, you know, when it first happened. <laughs> thing yeah. is, though. I reckon it wasn't working since before 2015 because that's oh, yeah. only when he started working yeah, there. Yeah, it probably never worked. It probably got put in and then never and worked then they and they just used the guest one oh, instead. Can you fix this issue now? And you're like, how long have you been having this issue? About half a decade? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do? Yeah, there's some... I think um, just another one of the ones that I've had a few times that just pisses me off. It's like... My keyboard's not working. Now the, so we get like live chats. And the thing that's been my fucking pet peeve at the minute that I've been raising constantly is we have to, as part of our role, we have to greet them properly on the live chat. So I have an automated message that I will just properly say to them. Um, I don't have to type it. I just click a button and it automatically sends it over to them. And it literally states like, hello, you're through to the service desk. How may I help? The amount of people that literally come in and don't even say hello, they just go, my keyboard don't work. Yeah. I, and well, like, hello I, to you too. I kept on raising it, and like, the, I was getting pushback by like some of the people above us, like, oh, well, they said please at the end of it. And I was like, the way they are talking here, it's like walking into a bar, having the bartender in front of you, and then going, beer. And you then, there, booze man. Make me a drink. No, because that's the thing. That's the way you're going. You there? That's affirming they're there. The way they're doing it, they're not even affirming. They're just walking up, looking completely off into space. Beer. Yeah. Like if if you walked into a bar and did that, you would get fuck all. So I should just fucking ignore them if they don't say hello. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta give them a good old let take look. Yeah, we've got um, a guy on our team who started just doing broken English because they don't speak properly to him. So he started doing let take look, have number, let ring. Uh, That's, someone... Honestly, when he told me about that one the other day, I was creasing. Have was like, number, didn't, didn't let it, take look. The, I think the best one was when he first said he was starting to do it and he started, yeah, I've just started closing off with have nice day. Have nice day. <laughs> honestly, though, the thing is, though, you joke about this. And it's like, you go, oh, they all speak broken English. And this isn't a case of, you know, it's their second language. A lot so of these people, it's their first fucking language, <laughs> and they don't know how to speak it. And you sit there, and you're like, yeah, what did you pass primary school sats? No, obviously yeah, not. <laughs> well, um, yeah. in no, keeping with the shit that's... 12 yeah, in the in... mind. And keeping with the shit that's been annoying us with work, because obviously this is your first, like, um, general public kind of role, Ollie. Yeah. What is the worst person you have had to deal with? And how much did you want to scoop their eyeballs out? I think. 
there's a lot of them where they're not necessarily rude. It's when people just kind of assume things and help themselves to things. Like, we've had it where when you're on the ranges, because we've got different do we got different ranges? We've got practical shotgun ranges, we've got 50 meter ranges, we've got 100 meter range. And you need to book in every time you go onto one. So I can't so just go onto people... the practical one and then just walk onto a 50. I'd have to book no, both of you, them. If you let us know, like, it's not that you're not allowed to be on multiple ones. If you were done on the 50 and then you came up to the shop and just went, can I go on the practical? We'd be like, yeah, go ahead. And, and we know you're there then. And it's we've got a record you know, of you yeah. being there. But we've had it where people just, just wander onto other ranges and just fucking help themselves. And just like, so you go down there and like, are you booked in for this? What? Like, exactly. So you, you can't just help you. I, I, like the amount of times I've literally had to say to people, don't help yourself to the ranges. Like you need to book in to be down here. Yeah. Like I know you're here now. So this once I will book you in, but in future you'll, you'll be in deep shit kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, it, I guess it's the stupidity of it though. It's not just as in like, so you know where people are. It's for the fucking safety of it all. And yeah. if shit goes wrong. go down there. What if I, what if while they're loading or faffing around, I happen to go down to do some maintenance on the berm behind the backstop, and then I got the berm right at the moment they start shooting, and I get I get some bird shot in my eye. You know, it's like, it, yeah. It, yeah, it's a, because it's you a thought it was a clear thing, range and it's inconsiderate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, like we've got no report of anyone being down there, and I might not know they're down there while I'm doing some maintenance. But um, otherwise, I mean, I've had it where people will come in, and they'll just kind of. Oh, no, sorry, no, I had one guy call the phone, and literally, there was no words. It was just yells in like what of one thing he wanted. So it's like, you know, hello, blah, 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 ranges, how can I help you? But, book 100! Sorry? <laughs> book 100! I was like, you, you want to book the 100? Yeah! I was like, <laughs> when, when do you want this for? Mora! Mora! Okay, uh, I had a look. Uh, we're actually full on the 100 meter tomorrow. Uh, so, but I've got room on the 50. 50! Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> 100! And like, but like, this went on for like two or three minutes, and it was like, it was half funny because it was just so unusual, but at the same fucking, time, it's like, didn't this man fucking, is just. Yeah, I didn't realize you had fucking yeah, like, Father Ted come down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, eventually he I can't I think he just gave up in the end and just stopped talking but then I've had other things where people come in and it'll be like oh where's uh, and they'll be looking for my colleague it's oh he's busy at the moment can I help you and they've just gone <sighs> it's oh, like that's just, that's just fucking <laughs> inconsiderate that is yeah it's like I I, I literally right said, I said to a guy, it was yesterday, that happened yesterday actually, and I said, well, I'm sorry my presence disappoints you, but let's see if I can help you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's just like, you know, it's... That's fucking the brilliant. Other thing is you need, you need, you need to keep do... that line, you need to keep that, I'm sorry my presence disappoints you, that needs to be your yeah, line literally... going forward. Yeah, that is what I said, because it was just like, he literally just went, <sighs> when, when I said like, oh no, he's, he's, he's not around at the moment. And, it, and all it was, he just wanted to book in. And I can do that. So it's just like he wants to bother my other colleague who's busy doing something else. He wants yeah. to pull them out of that just to make him just write his name on a piece of paper. So, now I'm very capable of doing that myself. And I'm yeah. already in the shop. Yeah. I'm literally you know, handwriting. Right handwriting, don't know handwriting. <laughs> or is handwriting. Um, did I tell you about the uh, a supplier that got a bit upset at me calling him Bud? No, this is new. So this I, sounds interesting. I, I'll keep it vague because just oh yeah, obviously off there's fans, I don't, I get no names or anything like that. That's always but, um, understandable. What happens a lot is people again in a similar vein to what I was just saying is people will call and they'll ask for my colleague because obviously he's been there for years and it happens a lot. And a lot of the time, I'll be like, "Oh, can I speak to him?" And, and I'll be like, uh, "You know, I'll always say what's it regarding." And 99% of the time, it's just like, oh, I just want to book in for tomorrow. It's like, well, well, I can do that. And they'll ask for my boss as well for the same thing. It's like, well, I'm not going to bother her and I'm not going to bother my colleague. It's like, well, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> so I always ask. Um, so, I, you know, he's, oh, can I speak to what's his face? Uh, yeah, what's it regarding? 
Um, and we, we'd had an issue with uh, an ammo delivery. Yeah. So I was just like, um, and he was just like, oh, it's so-and-so from company. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. So I'll, I'll pass on to him now, bud. And then I passed the phone over. And apparently said to my colleague, um, oh, and by the way, tell your new lad, it's uh, not very professional to call the head of sales of blah, 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 bud. And it's like... Wind your fucking uh, neck in. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, mate. You're not fucking royalty. I'm actually going to... If I see him, because apparently he does come into the shop sometimes, I'm going to call him princess to his face. Because it's just like... what? Oh, of course, your highness. Here you are. You know, it's like... Yeah, there's... Fuck off, mate. Like, do you don't like the way I talk? Get fucked. Like, um, it's not like I'm going, Oh, sure, lad. Here you go, mate. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, here you go. You know, yeah, it's, it's literally... Like, it's it's, it's a very, it's a very a... simple, quick term. That's all it is. You're... You're a sales manager, not fucking royalty. Like, yeah, I said, wind your fucking neck in. And if it wasn't yeah. for the fact that, well, he didn't say it to me, he said it to my colleague, and I just laughed when he took, because my colleague told me kind of laughing. It's like, mate, like, get a fucking life. Get a grip. Oh, well, like, I'm the... There's, um... Fuck off. That happens way too fucking much, though, in other places, like, because I think... Do you guys ever get anything like that? We deal with directors. What? We deal uh, with fucking yeah. directors, and... <laughs> directors are some of the most polarizing people I've ever fucking dealt with. I don't know if you've got the same experience, Ryan. They are either the most down-to-earth, easy-to-speak-to-and-understanding people, or they are the most petulant wank stains on the earth. There's there's yeah. never been a middle ground for me. I don't know about you, Ryan. Is that the same for you? Ironic, as the head directors of the business are neither giving nor receiving head. Fuck's sake, that's a good contribution. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I had, um... Jay, Jay, if you're still if you're still listening to this, uh, can you add another slap to the counter, please? <laughs> no, 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 no. no, this isn't this isn't a me, slap. Me... This is a full punch. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Upgrade. Let me, let, me, uh, let me be serious here. Let me be could serious. you just upgrade the the slaps to punches and uh, <laughs> add another like two or we've three? We've just like yeah, like you say, Kyle. You get the ones who are down to earth because they've built the business most of the time because they'll probably be like a an they'll be the actor. original starters kind and of thing they'll, they'll have scratch not not to be ironic but it's like they've usually started from the bottom yeah, yeah they've started from the bottom but then you get the people who get into directors jobs and they're usually uh career driven um our swipes very fake, artificial. Yes, I, I've encountered a few. Elements. Some aren't even directors as well. Like sometimes they're just reps. But it's like, oh well, even, I've been given my that. company, my company Mercedes, so I'm going to put on my smartest clothes and waltz into this workshop Middle in my brogues. And wow, yeah, you're real cool, mate. Well done. We we dealt with I dealt with a fuck ton of those kinds of people, Ollie, when I worked at McDonald's um, up at Markeaton Park in Derby, because it's. Mm. It's basically a crossroads of four main roads to fucking near enough everywhere at points. Mm. So, literally, we, we used to call them business wankers because we used to get people that'd come through in their fucking BMW 320D. It's not even an M Sport or anything like that. It's just a 320D oh, yeah. SI or whatever it's called. Um, in their cheap suit that doesn't fucking fit right. Yeah, and they from just, next. <laughs> they, used, they, they used to do some... One of, one of the things that used to fucking infuriate me, and it pissed me off so much because... I need a burger now! Well, they'd, they'd always come Give through the drive-thru. They'd always come through the drive-thru about... Because it was efficient and all that kind of bullshit or whatever. But, like, they'd come through the drive-thru, and when they'd get to the pay window, because contactless had turned into a thing, obviously, drive-thru targets are all about being as quick as possible. So... You want people to do contactless because it was real quick. But what they would do, the yeah, business course. wankers, is they would drive up. Now, if you're not if you're not watching the podcast, I'll have to explain. They basically drive up. They'd go to the window. They'd stare dead forward. They wouldn't fucking look at you. They wouldn't even deign you with their presence. And they'd just hold the card out the window. They wouldn't aim to hit your machine. No, no, no. They would hold the card there, and you had to move the machine to them. And our no, managers. I would just. <laughs> well, our managers said, do it because it's quicker for the targets. And I literally looked at the fucking store manager and said, fuck off, no. 
I just stopped doing it, but I'd like I'd knock the card out of the person's hand. Just to piss them off. <laughs> yeah. With this scanner, with a swipe. Like, I'd, I, um, oh, sorry. I'd, I'd hold it just slightly out of place and just not move it and wait for them to like look well, and I, be like I used to um <laughs> basically I told I told the store manager, fuck off, no, because I'm not being subhuman for your speed. Um and what I used to do is say this is the window and they'd hold their card here. I'd literally pull yeah. it at the window, and then I'd just wait for them to look at me and say, I'm sorry, mate, the cable's not long enough. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And then they'd have to It's not as out. long as your ego. Because a lot of the time as well, because they're holding it there, expecting you to pull out, um, pull pull it over and scan it for them, they don't go next to the window. They'd, they'd go no. like a good width away, so they'd have to really <laughs> stretch over to get the car <laughs> onto the machine. Like, open the door and like... <laughs> But I used, I used to do that all the fucking time. And, like, m- the managers used to get pissed off at me, and it was like, no, fuck you. I used to... I used to oh, I'm surprised I didn't get fucking sacked from that McDonald's, because I used to do malicious compliance to a T as well. There was one specific time, again, on the drive through Malicious compliance everywhere. Because yeah. people piss me off. <laughs> Everything pisses you off, Kyle. One of, one, of the best, one of the best moments I had of malicious compliance was, again, working the drive through and I was on the handout window giving out the food. Now, the ruling goes, if you are not handing the food out in the first, I think it was, when I was there, I'm sure it was 40 seconds. If it, the food isn't being handed over to them in 40 seconds, they, you have to park them to get the next person through. That's that's right. that's what it states in the handbook, the rules that McDonald lays out, basically. I always want sometimes I'd get parred. I never understood that. I mean, I know, it, no, it, I know It's literally because, obviously, rather than having you wait at the window because the kitchen fucked up your order, yeah, they move you, you out of the way. Up. Yeah, they move you out of the way yeah, so the rest can go. Ours just... does have two windows. Sometimes they'll just say, oh, he just pulled to the next window, which yeah. is probably so they don't have to park you, basically, so they can yeah. still get you going. When they've got the, when they've, I haven't dealt with a two-window one, so that's probably what they do is they'll move you to the next one because it leaves that gap but and if they still issue well, they'll I, park you from I, there. I suppose it also means they'd have to send a member of staff out to you. They yeah. can just take someone to the next um, window and come back to the yeah, rest of when, it. When I worked there there would always be someone that would be usually in busier periods be specifically set to go out and hand out the stuff. Now, funnily enough, usually it's a manager who's running the drive through. Now I can't remember what it was that that I'd done um that annoyed this manager. Uh, she basically had a go at me about something and saying I wasn't following procedure. So I went, okay, so I can follow procedure to a T because I know this handbook because cause specifically for malicious compliance, I read the entire handbook so I knew exactly what I could and couldn't do so that way the managers couldn't right. fuck me over because right. managers try to fuck you over at McDonald's. It's fucking standard at the end of the day. It's what they're like. So I said to her, okay, you want me to go, you want me to be procedure and do everything by the book? Yes. Okay, no worries. Every single car got parked at 40 seconds. I literally watched the clock. And it will be to the point yeah. where she's walking over to me with the food and I tell them to park. And she said, why'd you park that? The food was right here. Handbook states, if I don't have the food in my hand to give to them within 40 seconds, they have to be parked. Six parked yeah. cars later... She eventually apologises to me and says, okay, look, fair enough, sometimes procedures don't work, can you please stop parking the cars now? I was like, nope, that's fine. <laughs> You're goddamn right. <laughs> Boys, I've fallen, I've fallen from heaven. What my, have you uh, done? My other torch has run out of battery. Oh, Hell end. <laughs> I said you're not worthy anymore. You Speaking are of compliance. <laughs> I can't Speaking- get up. I was going to say, speaking of malicious compliance, I guess in in a way, my job opens itself to quite a lot of that in quite amusing ways. Mm. And I'll just go grab two. Just you, just give me a second. I'm going to go grab. Oh, we get he's getting. Oh, he's getting now. getting props and everything. So we'll have to explain. Here are the two guns that I have shot people with. For <laughs> reference, and again, this this is a video thing, so you'll have to. Uh, I'll try and convey this with words as much as I can. This is a 308 casing. That's a round big enough for your average person to go, oh, fuck me, that's got some kick. Yeah. But every now and then you'll get Mr. Bellend coming in and give it Billy Someone, Big Box. Yeah, oh, Billy I want to shoot bollocks. the big gun. 
So we give them this, a 375 Holland and Holland. So Fuck. 308 is usually about a 175 grain bullet. This is a 300 grain <laughs> soft point bullet, which is designed for shooting. And what this bullet car is designed for is for shooting polar bears. <laughs> and uh, So this is the gun we get to kill Kyle. <laughs> Honestly. Might, might need a we, bigger bullet. We, well, we train people, because if you go to the Arctic Circle, you've got to be trained to defend yourself against yeah. the wildlife there, including polar bears. And the thing is, unless you're a very good shot and it's ideal conditions, even a big round like a 308 isn't going to stop a polar bear. No. But a 375 Holland and Holland is going to fucking stop a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big old fuck. That's, really, that's the case. There's a shit ton of powder in that casing, then. It's... It's probably about, like, I'm holding a pen behind it, but, like, that's about how big it looks when it's done. It's a fucking massive bullet. So, I mean, massive. So will I get to shoot that when we come round? <laughs> if you would like to shoot it, I, I will. Like to. Uh, fair warning, it's £50 for 20 shots. I, f I think I might just have to, just just to feel it's, that kick. It's expensive. Yeah. But, but yeah. The funny thing, but what I love about it is, so you give them that and they just fucking shit themselves because it's ridiculous. Or we'll give them like a 300 wind mag or something like that. But there's a girl that comes to the range and she's this short, quite attractive little petite girl, about 5'4", maybe. And she's trained to work at a zoo. And again, zoo staff have to be trained on it as well. And for the big cat training, you have to train with this. And she can fucking shoot that gun like nobody's business and she's Jesus. this tiny attractive like 22 year old girl about five foot three shooting this massive fucking gun you, and what, she just what gun does absolutely that come rocks from? it what 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 gun uh, does that come out because i'm guessing the gun's about the size of her it's a winchester model 70 and they do that in a lot of lot of calibers but it's, it's a safari round so really if you're gonna shoot an elephant a rhino you'd probably use something like this like yeah. it's a big fucking bullet so what you're saying is we need to get in contact with this girl when you've got one of these billy big bollocks guys i would in. love it it would be just get like her to sit ugh. right next to them because what, yes yeah. like, what, what, in the what, wings of a gnat what what you need to do is you get her get her in and have it so she shoots it first, so you can explain to guys. So yeah. as you see, yeah, there's not there's not a lot of kick. Just lean into it, you'll yeah. be fine. So that way, then when they go in and actually do it, and then they're next to this girl, like boom. Obviously, they want to fucking wince in pain, but there's yeah, it's fine, yeah, fun, yeah, it's nice, man. Right, right, <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Oh, fine, it's fine. fine. I've shot bigger. I've shot bigger. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It's it's so funny, um, but it, it's just really funny because it's, you know, and she start, she shoots it freehand as well. This isn't from resting because obviously you've got to train. What what we do is bounding lion training. For, so what we'll do is, I think a lion can jump two meters, I think. We get milk bottles and fill them with water, like old milk cartons, and space them at two meters. And you basically got to go from far to close just going bang 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 as fast as you can yeah and like and she, and she yeah, has to do she, that like, standing she can yeah and she does it she she like she's had a fair bit of practice with it now to be fair to her but like she fucking it's because she, she's quite quiet as well like yeah. you just wouldn't expect she's the last person you'd expect to be able to shoot that gun really well like, what, 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 so do you, what do you funny. do at the weekend do you just like to like read or knit it's like i go to the range and shoot a really big fucking gun <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> yeah so that, that that bit's always funny just like when people oh i want to shoot the big gun do you now <laughs> okay i'll give you the big one <laughs> What's and then, but... go on. With uh, with her shooting, like it'd be so good if you could like shoot, like if you could do like rocket propelled grenades. So like you go, oh, you want to shoot a big gun? You give him that, and then you just pull somebody out with something with an RPG next to him. <laughs> yeah, I thought I gave him the little one. <laughs> oh, oh but technically I... speaking, I think it would be a, an rpg in the right configuration would be league oh no no it's not because it's tube launched but a 40 mil grenade launcher would be <laughs> as long uh, as yeah, it was single shot yeah because isn't a 40 mil grenade launcher it's not tube launched is it that still uses no it's, it's, it's basically stuff, a big it? gun it's yeah. a big smoothbore gun so it's like That'd technically speaking you could hello hello can we can we get this i'm done? guessing you just you just uh, have to use um, like, rubber know. bullets or training rounds wouldn't you 
I would, as long as it's a solid shot, as long as it's, um, you know, as long as it's not semi-automatic, it complies with barrel length and overall length. I think the minimum barrel length is 12 inches. Uh, and I think the minimum overall length is like 24 or something like that. Yeah. So I don't think I, I don't know of anyone that's got them, but by the wording of the law, they're not illegal because they're just. Yeah. Just put a load of toilet uh, paper tubes on the end to make it. In fact, <laughs> be- because it's smooth bore, you could technically have it on a shotgun certificate. In fact. Oh my god, that would be fucking so you wouldn't hilarious. Even need a, you wouldn't even need because it's not a rifle oh, barrel, so you don't need a firearm. It would need to be a minimum, however, with a shot uh, with a shotgun license, it has to be a minimum barrel length of twenty four inches, and I can't remember what the I think it's yeah. like thirty inch overall. Well, just, I've, yeah. I've just got it on my shotgun license. He just turns up to fucking clay pigeon shooting. From farmer <laughs> just comes I, I, out I'm, with it over his over his arm. He's just like we're having some right trouble with the. Uh... With the rabbits this year, I've had to upgrade, and he sees a bunch of them running. The thing is like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if you can like, but I know for a fact that by the wording of the law, it would be legal. But I can't, for, oh, as you can imagine, there are no one makes any. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's, own it. it's so stupid that it wouldn't probably fly in the UK. Yet it's probably something like if the law well, was the you same. You say in the that. US. But punt guns are legal, which are literally gigantic shotgun cannons designed for shooting entire flocks of birds at once, and those are legal, and people have those. Wait, In fact, we're going to be proofing a... T- they call a punt gun. It's basically just a giant shotgun, but it's so big, it's basically a cannon. Um, we Christ. will potentially be helping te- uh, do some proof rounds with a two-bore punt gun. Uh, and I'm not sure what how big that is. Um, two-bore... Uh, muzzle diameter because I so, don't so, know how. So would this be the big gun next? <laughs> so it would be a two bore has a a one point three two inch bore. That's... So that's it's thirty thirty three point seven mil. So that's basically a cannon. <laughs> no, that, well, yeah, because they have thirty mil cannons on fucking airships and stuff, don't they? <laughs> that's what I mean. So like, and we'll potentially be helping a company because. Basically, before a gun can legally be sold, it has to be it has to be something called proofed, which is basically where they they shoot they just shoot around down the barrel, but it has to be like a kind of hot one that exerts a bit more pressure than your average round, basically to show that the barrel can take it, and then yeah. after it's done that, they can stamp it, and it's it's been proofed. But in order to proof a two a two ball punt gun, they can't do it at the proof house because it's just too big. So they need to take it to a range, and they've contacted us to say, like, yeah, can we use your range to proof this uh, two-ball punt gun? (laughs) To proof this big fucking cannon. Yeah. Perhaps. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm waiting to see what comes of that. You you had me me at (laughs) two-ball. Crazy wolves arrive on Farmer's Field. Farmer. Enemy AC-130 above. <laughs> but if, if that happens, I'll, I'll try and get pictures and stuff. Because I'm curious to see what the rounds look like, because they'll be, like, fucking massive. That would you be know, interesting they'll, they'll be to huge. See. Oh, my God. But, you know, that that would be hilarious. But I'll, I'll um, once... Well, the thing is, if the COVID regs live on, lift on the 19th, uh, we'll be doing guest days again, which means you guys can come shoot. Sweet. We'll have to so figure out how we can, we can uh, how we can get some cash together to do it. Because obviously, me and Ryan are trying. The problem to is, Japan. is that the guest days are on every last Saturday of the month, and I work Saturdays. Yeah, it'd be something so we have to plan in advance just to try and get it working. Uh, uh, really. Yeah. Otherwise, like I'll see if I can figure something else out. Could we but, invite um... some of our customers from work? <laughs> can we pay extra and have them be the targets? I mean, hold the targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like our little runners who, who take the targets down. Well, it would be like yeah, what, what I'll tell you. You have CCTV. <laughs> <laughs> well, just what well, all we'll do is we'll just say, right, we're going to shoot the targets, and then after we've shot them, I need you to run down there and collect the bullets. You know, like how some of them have like the targets that come up. It's like, I need you to run and get it for me, and show me it, and then take it back. <laughs> <laughs> There are yeah. Going going back to the grievances, though, there are there are quite yeah. a few people that we deal with where 
I genuinely would be happy with dealing with that. There's this one guy we've had before where um, he, I swear, his calls are like bipolar disorder. Um, Ryan probably knows exactly who I mean by just saying that because he can either call Cat through seven, to bro. What's that? Cat7, bro. No, no, not him. Not him? No, no, he's the guy that can call... You alright, mate? Yeah, so I'm uh, working in this hotel because uh, I work around all the sites and whatnot, and it's just... The internet's just not working well on this hotel. It's like, well, yeah, that's because you're on the hotel internet. You're in a hotel. Shit internet, we, we can't do anything like that. But he's like, he's either... Oh, sound, mate, sound is either like that, or he's actually fucking ranting and raving and swearing down the phone. And I remember he's I had... Insane. He's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've, I had before. I had one call with him where he was sound with me, and then the next call I had with him, like a month later, he fucking... Oh. Oh. We've lost Ollie. Uh, hmm. Oh. Now that we've was, lost Ryan. That was the wrong one. <laughs> what? what? I, to, I just moved you... my screen around, and I went to click something and accidentally hit hang up. <laughs> But now we just need Ryan's camera back. There we it's, go. Um, you doing that then crashed my better Discord. <laughs> well, I think you'll find it's not better Discord then. <laughs> hey, clearly Discord not. Discord no. not better. Well, no, so anyway, I was... Um, Discord now. The second yeah, time so he called, he was... Um, strange man. <laughs> he just fucking flipped his lid and was swearing and everything. It was just like... It was for something simple along the lines of like... That's just the way the system works. We can't change that. That's your company's process and he was just flipping yeah. his lid and i just i dropped like it didn't it didn't bother me because he wasn't flipping his lid at me or my work or my person he was flipping his lid at the process and the annoyance of it all and all this bollocks so i didn't care i still mm. went and let the contract know about it and put it in the chat we had with them to explain what happened and I had like three or four of the upper people from the company message me. We're really, really sorry about how he's done. He shouldn't be betraying his but it's it's bad luck on the company and all this kind of stuff. And I was just like saying to them all, Fair enough. But I I don't care, I've dealt with worse. It's like yeah. he still isn't swearing at you. I think yeah. the thing is what you've got to say to him there is I think you need to listen to his complaints, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, like he's, he's, he's quite upset. Maybe you should take notes. Well, well, he did. He did have genuine complaints because, like, the issue the issue he was having was he has to work out and about on sites because he's got to do like the 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 risk management checks and all that kind of stuff. So he's around the country doing this stuff, and then obviously at times he has to end up in the hotels, but he still has to upload his work and get it all through. But they. He doesn't have a decent mobile internet solution for, like, his phone. And they're expecting him to use things like hotel internet, which is shit, to try and do his work. And it's just like, he can't go into his workspace because the internet's shit. So he can't go directly in and put things in there. He couldn't have access outside of the workspace because the security team was blocking the access based off his internet connection. So it was like, it was either... You're not allowed because your company won't let you, or you wait an hour to upload one picture because the Wi-Fi is so shit where you are, and you're trying to do it, it through the Wi-Fi, through your workspace. So it's just like it was understandable complaints, but he flipped his fucking lid, and I'm just there like, you know, those moments where every now and then you're like, yeah, I have, I. <laughs> Mate, I, I, th I think it must be because a lot of our customers are like a lot of people in shooting are quite a lot older. Yeah. But I think as a result, a lot of them are hard of hearing and like they yell down the phone, not like angrily, but they just shout. They talk loud down the phone. And like, the amount of times I just have to go, just kind of move my head away from the phone. It's just like Jesus Christ. It might as well be hands free for how fucking loud some of them talk I, down the phone. I've I've had to tell quite a few of the older people in my family to not fucking do that. I've been sat next to them and they've done that and it's literally been, hello, yeah! And I've literally said, you're talking on the phone, you're not shouting directly to them, just talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's just a bit like, oh my god. <laughs> Please, like, stop yeah. this. <laughs> it's literally like yeah. that old, um, I can't remember what the name of the show was, it was like an old uh, 
show on four with pranks and stuff, and it was the guy that would walk into a museum with a massive phone, like, Hello! Yeah, I'm in the cinema! uh, You're on about it. Oh, what's it called? It had Ned's Sports on it. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Balls, Balls of Steel. Steel. It wasn't Balls of Steel. Balls it, was Steel. Bef- it was before that. They did stuff like that on Balls of Steel, but this was. It was just one comedian that would do it, and he did like loads of other different stuff. But the only one that I remember is he'd literally have this phone that was about the size of Ollie, um, and he'd just go into that like. Does ring a bell? Yeah. Because it was my like... favorite was Nedge's Urban Sports where he goes, "Knock a door, don't run." Knock a door, don't run. <laughs> is there like? Why are you knocking at my door, mate? <laughs> oh, mate, that was, uh, yeah, that was bloody funny. That I think... My I... door! Fuck! Oh. <laughs> I think one of my favourite ones from Balls of Steel was um, The Annoying Devil. And there was one bit where he went to... Oh, um, mate. He went to a golf course. <laughs> and as they were putting, he ran across the putting green and dumped an entire bucket of golf balls. And as he ran off, just shouted, I think you'll struggle to make par! And it was like, didn't Nedge do one where he went into the bushes at a golf course and just had an air horn and would just go as they're about to make a swing? (laughs) I think so. Yeah. His um, cultural book career. No, that was Jackass, wasn't it? With the air horn on the golf course. Oh, it was Jackass with the air horn on the golf course. Sorry. Yeah. Nedge's. like for I don't know if it was foreign. But he had a different name for it. It's like international bookaroo thing, and he'd like run up to people from different countries, put on a hat, a very stereotypical hat from whichever country it was, and then he'd like rodeo and we'd just jump on their back. <laughs> I know he did. Um, I know he did rodeo with just randomers, and he got. I think one of them he actually got like near enough, like um, hip tossed over this guy and in front of him, and the guy was like. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> See, the thing is, though, it all started off with Dick and Dom when you're a kid, though, doesn't it? Like, you're a kid and you're watching Dick and you Dom. Are, they you are you. much, much younger than me. Dick and Dom oh, were not a not thing for me. Because oh. they used I, to do this one where they go that, around though. and they stick stickers on people's backs. Yeah, you say... They get I, bigger um, and bigger until they're, like, this big and they stick I, it on these old people's backs and they don't notice. I did a show with Dick and Dom when I worked at Butlins. That was fucking hectic. Those guys are actually insane. Yeah, of course they are. They're, they're really, they were really, really nice guys. Of course they're insane. Really nice guys, but like, this was, this the whole thing was basically, you ha- you do a thing called a tech before a show, which is basically you you get the, get the script or the plans or what would you expect to happen on the show. Um, and then you'd do things where you'd like you'd plan things out, how you're gonna need to run things, what equipment you're gonna need, and then you'd do like dry runs of the show to make sure things would be all good. Now, um, when we did the pantomime at Butlins, the techs would last weeks. Uh, when we had like um, con- con- continuing returning acts, they'd do like maybe a a full day to two full days worth of techs to make sure the show would go right. We had a comedian that did one in a day. Uh, Dick and Dom's take tech was two hours before the first show. That was it. That was their tech. And trying to run that show with that little information is just like, I'm just fucking winging it and hoping for the best. And then by the end of the show, there's shaving foam all over the stage. And now I have to clean two microphones because <laughs> they end up getting people in and my internet's dropped. No, I can hear you. Oh, fucking hell. You guys were so dead still. I was like, my internet's dropped. Like, literally, it was Sorry. like looking at fucking statues. I got really fucking worried then. <laughs> <laughs> I do that more often. <laughs> Because the way you, because I know that what happens is like it looks like my internet's still connected, but you guys just completely freeze. Yeah, uh, we were quiet and unmoving. (laughs) I'm just like, but yeah, go on. You were you were talking about all over shaving foam on a microphone and yeah, because they do like some. They basically do like pie things at the end where it's shaving foam for the pies, and because we don't want to ruin the headsets, they take the headsets off and then they just use these microphones. But then, pretty much the the hour after their shows is spent cleaning up the stage, 
and cleaning microphones. <laughs> yeah, it, it's... At least oh. it wasn't creamy muck-muck, like, from Dick and Dom. I've got a feeling they used... To, apparently, they used to do way messier shows. Um, but I've got a feeling Butlins had to tell them they couldn't do it because the issue wasn't the show... The issue was their <laughs> show would their show would always be on before someone else, and yeah. we did we just didn't have enough time to clean up because the issue is they say after them is someone that may do dance or something, and you've cleaned the stage. A wet Slips stage is very like slippy. <laughs> Slips on like a bit of creamy muck muck that's been left behind, or like a bit of like whipped cream pie or something. Fucking god. <laughs> Well, I mean, Curse the, you, Dick and Dom. Well, one of, one of the things that ended up nearly happening from what I remember when I was there, they had a new stage put in, like, just before um, or just after lockdown happened, I think, like, this brand new stage in the main area I was in. But the vinyl-type material they put on the stage, all the dancers were complaining about it because it was too slippy. And literally a trick of the trade that I found out was pour coca-cola all over it and there was getting to a point where there was literally just going to pour coca-cola all over this brand new stage because even when you clean it after you've poured coca-cola over it it gets rid of that um top sheen yeah so well it's, it's got um use coca-cola to like clean coins and stuff it, can't yeah. it's got um phosphoric acid in it that's why yeah so I think what there was, they didn't do it eventually because I think the guy who ran the entertainment section came and went, you're not putting fucking coke on my new stage. <laughs> yeah. But like, I think originally right, what then you'll, is, be pay, you'll be paying the claims on people with broken backs. They've got liability insurance, yeah. it don't fucking matter, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. People making a mess is just irritating. Especially when like, I mean, I guess, again, it's not something you guys really have to deal with because you don't directly have to interact with the consequences of people but like it's things like if people are using our clay grounds and then they'll just leave all their cartridges like there's bins to put your, your, car your spent cartridges in and you'll go on the, the clay grounds after them and then they'll just be cartridges all over all the over floor, the floor. Like, but say do you like, take really? the brass and melt it back like sell it for scrap we do actually yeah, yeah. but I'm talking about like shotgun cartridges yeah. Luckily, oh. with shotgun cartridges, there's steel in them, so we basically just got like a stick with a big magnet in the end, and we just, just... walk around and just pick them all up. But yeah. it's besides, and I, I do quite like using the magnet stick. Actually, it's quite fun. But it's it is <laughs> but, besides uh, the point, best though, part just... about your job: magnet stick, yeah. magnet stick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I love I love my magnet stick. It's wicked. It's, um, but it's, no, it, we we it, do it, also go on. I was just saying with that, it, it it's the same as like going to like fast food restaurant and leaving all your shit all over the table though it's like yeah okay yeah technically yeah. you don't have to clean it up but it's kind of a litmus test for if you're an asshole or a decent human being because you don't I hate like, but you should i hate it the excuse of there's a cleaner for a reason i'm like i'm about to clean your ass but i'm not a cleaner myself. Yeah. <laughs> but like what gets me it it would be like going to mcdonald's parking up and eating your food in your car and then dumping all your rubbish out of your window about a foot away from a bin. Oh, that happens all the time at the McDonald's near me. Oh, yeah. That's it what I'm saying. Like, that, it's, a, it's akin to that, and it's just like, yeah. fucking hell. But we My favourite is the video of people well. like, picking the litter back up and just yeeting it back into people's oh, fucking mate. cars. I, I love it. I've, uh, I've given someone a cigarette butt back once because it fucked me off. Uh, I was going to Greg's. The one day, and some woman just got out of her car and just dropped it on the floor, and I just saw red. And I was like, up, excuse me, this. excuse me. And she, yeah, I went, you drop this, and just like literally, just like. <laughs> the thing is, you can hand things to people, and they just don't think; they just take, just take it. it. And I think it took a minute for her to realise what it was. Yeah, but it's just like, oh, that was very cathartic, but just like, Mwah. yeah. There's, <laughs> but there's um, a, it's so infuriating dealing with that shit. <laughs> oh. But it, it was satisfying. But what did get me was um, we, we go through the bins because, A, we do collect any brass. Because there's quite a lot of brass in the bin and we scrap it all and we get a bit of money from it. But also, yeah. people put a shitload of live ammo in the bins. And it's really annoying because then we have to go through the bins and find that live ammo amongst all the shit. And yeah. it's just like... Why would oh, you just took your live ammo away? Because you're a lazy cunt, that's why, <laughs> basically. Yeah. We, 
all they've got to do, if because don't get me wrong, some a lot of the time it's either someone's reloaded their own ammo and they've set the primer wrong or their gun set up wrong, and the round just doesn't go off. And I think what sometimes happens is they'll just put it aside and then it rolls off the bench and then they don't notice and they just forget about it. Yeah. But other times they're in the bin. They're actually in the bin, which means someone's gone through the effing on. Oh, it didn't fire. I'll just chuck it in the bin. And it's like. Yeah, that's live isn't, ammo. Yeah, like, wouldn't wouldn't that cause an issue if it was to go through like a normal binning process though? Because like like yes, a normal yes, because it would. <laughs> even though it didn't fire for that particular firearm, it's still considered it's still live ammo. Of, it's still got it's still got a potentially live primer and is still full of powder and has a bullet as well. It's yeah. literally yeah, a complete the, round. The bin man has claimed two million pounds from the council as he was shot by a dustbin lorry. <laughs> the thing is, I mean, we you mostly find a lot of live two twos just on the floor on the range, but like you find like big caliber live rounds in the bins. Like I found two two threes, three oh eights. They cost Fucking a hell. decent amount they though. Do. Why would you do that? They do. They're they're more than a pound per shot. Yeah. For the three oh eight anyway, two two threes a bit under a pound, but still, yeah, it's still monthly. These are clearly the upper echelon. Yeah, of these these are clearly putting Ryan to shame with their upper classness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have ascended further than me. They have, they now have three head torches. Oh, on mate, their head. <laughs> we've we've had a few kind of rich, I say rich types. Like there's, there was a lad that came in. He's clearly lived his whole life with mummy and daddy doing everything his for him. Daddy's and silver spoon I, up his arsehole kind of thing. Uh, uh, yeah, and also just pay to make the problem go away. And he cu- he comes in, I mean, he's completely fucking clueless. Like, I was explaining something to him, and it, I might as well have be, been talking Swahili to him, because he had no idea what I was saying. He was just talking at me. And then kept asking the same question over and over. But then, like, he's like, uh, how do I sell a gun? And it's like, well, you've got a license, so you should know how to do this. And he was like, oh, well, I, 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 I sold the one to a guy and he said he'd just sort the paperwork for me. It's like, no, that's not how it works at all. Like, you have to inform the police yeah, that you've sold your gun. And then he has to inform the police that he has bought your gun. Like, you both have to do part kind of thing. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, and uh, uh, I, I want to sell this gun, but I can't find the bolt. And it's like, well, the bolt is a serialized component part of a firearm and is treated like a firearm so what you're telling me is you've basically lost a firearm because it's like <laughs> you know it's just like i i said we well, i said well you better fucking find that then because you'll be in deep shit otherwise yeah <laughs> it's just like fucking hell this it's is why like, we can't have just didn't nice care. things yeah yeah it was literally just like but he just had no concept of how much of a fuck up that was it's like Oh yeah, I can't find the bolt for it though. It's like, well, did you have the bolt? Yeah. It's, it's because you even need to fucking find it. The annoying thing is, it's because even if he did get pulled up for it and did have potential legal repercussions for it, it wouldn't matter because no. it doesn't matter how big the fine is. It would get paid, and he wouldn't even notice it. I, I just, I just go to, I go to. Okay, hold on, lad. Hold on. Well, when you find the bolt, load the gun, put the barrel in your mouth. And, and test fire it to make sure it works. And, and do, do everyone a favor, okay? See, no, just they say, okay. Well, when you find it, when you what the easiest way of putting putting the bolt back in place is make sure there's a live round in it, um, and look down the barrel, um, and then just yeah, make sure yeah, the yeah. bolt's getting in place. It makes it really easy to put the barrel back in place and get the bolt in place. And then every now and then, it what does, you might need yes. to do is just just check the trigger, make sure it's not too loose as you're putting that bolt in. <laughs> Make, and make sure that you uh you give it the taste test as well while you're doing all of this. Yeah, if you, uh, if the yeah, end of your barrel tastes it. a bit weird, then you might need to get that looked at. <laughs> if it doesn't taste like gunpowder, you need to do a test test shot again. Wow, she tasting it. <laughs> yeah, because you need to taste the the difference before and after. See, this is this is the thing where it's like it's the same as that. There's that comedian I've seen is I think he's Stephen. Hoffenster or something. He's um, is he like a ginger comedian? I think I've said it before on, on the podcast where he's like, he has nothing wrong with guns. He has nothing wrong with people wanting guns or using guns. He just wants people to have them registered, like we do here, because yeah. everyone knows 
that one guy where when you're at the range and he turns up and everyone goes, oh, fuck, Dave's here. We're all going to fucking die. That's the person you don't want to have the gun. (laughs) And that story just explained, that person's the one I don't want to have a gun. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Well, I think um, with that... uh, with that bullet casing, we'll finish. <laughs> yes, it's been a been an interesting one. It's been a been a good few weeks, actually, hasn't it? We've been a bit been a bit busy, been a bit away. It's been a bit tiring. So we'll be back next week. Uh, potentially not griping about work. Potentially talking about something else. Positive things. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be things. positive. We're all we're all going to have ascended. I don't have a head torch. I have. I will find a head torch for you, Kyle. I have a powerful as fuck hand torch, and that's it. You, what you need, what you need, is one of those little rubber window plungers and just plunge it on your <laughs> just head. Stick it on my head <laughs> like that. <laughs> right, well, if you want to see more bullshit that I post, you can follow me on Twitter at IKT Oasis, and I stream here Wednesdays to Fridays. Ryan, you want to plug your shit? Not really. Now I've ascended. I don't need to plug my shit. Okay, but ascended boy doesn't that. doesn't doesn't want I'm to follow. <laughs> He's I above the followers. Now. <laughs> and Ollie, where can people see you on Instas and stuff? Uh, Salope Siberian on Instagram. Cool. Well, people don't see Ollie. Ollie sees them. Damn exactly. it! Damn the sides, Damn of, the his sides of his barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's got very good glass on top of those guns. Be wary, people. <laughs> I heard. I heard. Like, wasn't it joined Instagram as well, Ollie? She's. Uh, she's actually. Uh, she goes to the gun range and everything, doesn't she? She does. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually um, getting followers quite quickly as well. So I hear. Is that Dan? Yeah. Is that uh, the partner? No, no, no. His cousin. That would be Chrissy. Yeah. It's Christy. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I, I completely missed what was said at the beginning of that, so. <laughs> I, fu- I, fu- I fucked up. I, I, you know when yeah. you have those moments where your brain just stops working for five seconds and then you come back in and it's like time skipped? Yes. <laughs> that was me this morning. We were looking for a leak in the shop and I'm like, what the fuck does a leak look like? <laughs> uh... <laughs> walking, well, in, where walking, are the in, <laughs> walking into a room like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> who am I what year is it <laughs> yeah. right, well, with that from me and Ryan and Ollie we will thank you all very much for listening thank you very much for watching and we will be back next week at the same time see you later bye bye work the ribs Jay work the ribs <laughs>